previously on the Social Proof Podcast. And where did you have this idea of, yo, I'm going vending machine with it? So back when I used to play ball, which we just was talking about a little mm-hmm. bit before the show started, um, you know, we had practice every every Sunday. You know, it was more than every Sunday, but with this particular team, we had practice every Sunday and, um, in, the, in the recreation center. Recreation center had a Gatorade machine in it. So uh, it was a lady who would come service the machine every Sunday. So every week I would be sitting there when she came to service the machine this time. And I I, I definitely wasn't waiting for anything like that. I just would happen to be there every time. She'll come in and then she'll take the uh, money out and then, you know, put new Gatorades in there. And I would always see her like take the money. I'm like, that's a nice little wad of money. Like, so in the back of my mind, um, I'll be, I would, I would think and it's probably like 16, 17. I was like, man, I want to get me a machine. But then, you know, I never really did anything with it and it didn't really come back up until I got older. And now I'm seeing, man, working ain't really getting me to where I need to be. Sure. And I'm trying to, you know, invest my way out of that situation. And I don't have the means to do the real estate thing, but I do have the means to, to do the machine thing. So. Gotcha. So, yeah. So your ultimate goal was like, let me get into real estate. Uh-huh. Are you in real estate now? I'm in real estate now, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So your ultimate goal is like, let me save some money for real estate. I just got this idea. I remember the lady had the Gatorade joint. She had mm-hmm. a couple dollars. So I'm down. Right, right. And Where I kind of spoke into existence, man, because I was telling everybody, I'm about to get some machines. Mm-hmm. I'm about to get, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And you know, and it just, it just happened over time. It didn't happen as fast as I wanted it to happen, but it definitely happened over time. They have routes that you can buy though, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just like, they're already existing machines and you just, buy the route from somebody. Right. Did you ever consider that? I brought out two or three routes at this point. Oh, so you, you you actually bought a couple routes? Yeah, even with the candy machines. I brought, that's that's how I grew that that fast. So, I mean, I, I've done that with the candy machines two or three times too. So I had, I started off with four of those and then I brought out a route and then I got a couple, a couple of my own and I brought out another route. How many was in the first route that you bought? Probably like seven. So somebody has seven machines and it was like, yo, I'm going to sell you all of them. What are the questions that you need to ask before you buy a route? For me personally, I, I go off a few different things. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna test them to see how 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 I, I believe. Like I, if I believe I, if they're business savvy or not. If they don't have like a, a P and L, they don't have like a profit and loss statement, any of that. Then I'm like, mm, I don't. I, I don't know if I can really believe like you know what you're telling me. So what I have to do is at that point I have to look at the machines themselves. I have to look at the locations themselves. And I'm basing my offer, like you could put it for, for self or whatever you want to put it for. Mm-hmm. I'm basing my offer off of the value of the machines and what I believe the locations would do in terms of sales. But gotcha. the bottom line, like, is, is the value of the machines because I know if it doesn't go well, that's going to be my exit strategy. I can move the machine or I can sell the machine. I see. Okay, so the actual machines itself have a particular value. So it's like, it's like real estate. Like, it's not about the neighborhood. If the, if the machine is worth enough, you can just take the machine and take it to another neighborhood. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. So what are you looking for in a machine? I mean, it just really depends on the value of that particular machine. So it's not necessarily I'm looking for anything particular if I'm looking at purchasing a machine. Mm-hmm. Only time I'm looking for something particular when I'm purchasing a machine is when I'm basing it off of what a location needs. Mm-hmm. So let's say I find that account or whatever and it's a good account and it's a... It's a modern account, you know, you want to have a machine that fits that environment. You want to have a car read on there. You want it to be nice and clean. Like you want it to look right in that environment. 
So that's the only time I'm really um, more so analyzing what the machine has in terms of features and how it looks and that type of thing. But if I'm buying a route out, I'm more so want to look and say, okay, this machine is worth a thousand dollars. So I, you know, and this one is worth two thousand. This one is worth five hundred or something like that. And then I'm, you know, I'm gonna make them that offer based off of what I think the machines are worth. Gotcha. So I, I do ask a lot of personal questions. That's fine. Okay, so the first route, how much did you buy it for, and what? was the, like, just tell me about the whole deal. Mm-hmm. The first one. So the first route I brought out, it was so, um, I had a few mentors coming into, coming into the vending. Go ahead. Because I'm, I'm interested, I'm, I'm really am interested in, it just seems like automated money. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's got to be the right account, though. It got to be the right account. So all is every location ain't a good location. Yeah, you got you. But the, um, the first route I brought out, so I had I had three mentors coming to going into it. So mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to find three people that was really like pretty much telling me, yo, do this, do that, do the third. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Two of them were older. Like really, like one guy was like really old. His uh, father actually started the business. So I, and I never met his dad. His dad like retired and moved to Florida. Mm-hmm. He was still running the business, but he was like, he had to be up in his 60s maybe, mm-hmm. close to 70, I would say. Um but he was about to retire. So he's like, well, I'm about to go retire with my dad and move to Florida too. Like, so after I, I would say about a year of him, you know, me meeting, you know, and getting to know him, um, he was he was getting in that phase where he was like, okay, well, I'm about to, you know, fall back. I'm selling the business. Mm-hmm. So at that point, he let me buy a piece of his route. So a piece of his, basically a piece of his company that he already had established. I think mm-hmm. he sold the whole thing for like, I don't know, it was like over a million or something. But he let me buy this a small piece. So I, I brought seven accounts from him. And that's the, that's the first time I got in a university because he had Penn, which was uh, one of our, our universities uh, in Philly. So that was my first time getting into school. Like in oh, an actual big school. Dawn. How many vending machines he had? <sighs> Can't tell you, man. A couple hundred. The, my other mentor probably has, he has a few hundred too. He did, I think last year, he, but a year before last, before COVID, he did like over just over two million. Over two million on vending machines. Yeah, but they have like hundreds of of machines. Like it's it's crazy. Okay, so I okay, I want to know how to manage it. I got more questions. Mm-hmm. So why did he section off these seven and sell you the seven? And how much did you buy him for? I asked him. I so I was <laughs> like, let me get a couple of them. Yeah, like first iron, you know, let me let me buy some of that. Um but I think he sold them. So he he didn't sell them to me for a lot. It was actually only around like maybe I think it was like eight or nine thousand, yeah. something like that. But the value of it was way higher. Like, yeah. So he must have, he might have been just looking out for you then. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much what it was. Because he's selling them to you for almost a little over a thousand a machine, right? Not even considering. Not even counting with the actual. Because usually people will calculate the the price. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your 
your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on social proof podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so you secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th in atlanta let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality y'all head over to podcastsummit.com use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal profits or how much the machine's making to it and different things like that he didn't really do none of that he just said just give me this and i you can take that so I, that's how that's how I I came up a little bit off of that because before that I, I probably had that pushed me over the point to where I had like you know around like fifteen or something like that so mm-hmm. I felt comfortable falling back away from like working and things like that. Give me a route that you give me like a more uh, a more normal situation because right now it just seems like old buddy just had bread and like here. Young black mm-hmm. kid, you want to, you know I mean, let me give you a start or whatever, right? Uh-huh. But give me a, a, a deal where it was like a deal. Like, I mean, not a deal, but like you had to negotiate the price of the machine. Okay. Plus the so, value. so the most recent one, um, it was a lady, I found her on Craigslist. So I went to Craigslist, 
So I, and I do this like every every once so often. I just go in there and search vending machines, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes people be selling their sell routes on there, or they'll sell locations or something. On what? On Craigslist. Mm-hmm. So I, <laughs> so I'm I serious, found, man. I found um a lady selling a route. She was selling it for twenty something thousand. So think she was like, selling the route for Craigslist. Yeah, uh, on Craigslist, selling the route for twenty thousand. It was twenty something. It was like just over twenty thousand. I'm actually going to Craigslist. And then she right had uh. I want to say it was it might have been five or six. I don't really remember the whole, the total number, but I know I ended up paying 15,000 for it. And the way I did it was, um, I did the same thing. I went negotiate, but she actually had a profit and all statement. So she had software on all the machines and that lets you see like what the sales were and everything. (laughs) So I could tell exactly how much the uh, route was making. Her route was making 30,000 a year. And how many machines? So I know her price was really like kind of justified. How many, how many how many machines? I want to say she had around six, something like that. It's around six machines. Six machines that was making thirty thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. which is five thousand a year or four hundred something dollars a month. month. What? Yeah, five thousand a month. No, mm-hmm. if they're making thirty thousand a year, six machines only yields five thousand for the whole year. Because you have how many machines? Six machines. And they all do five thousand a year. That's thirty thousand a year. Say that again. <laughs> You're saying each machine did thirty? No, 000? not each machine all together. Right. The route, so, the route did thirty thousand. Right. So if we got six machines, mm-hmm. and these six machines are doing thirty thousand a year, mm-hmm. that means each each machine is averaging five thousand dollars a year. Oh, a or, year. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were saying a month. That kind of threw me off. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So so they all do about four hundred dollars a month. Something is that, like that. Is that profit? No, that's not profit. That was that was gross. Mm. That was gross. Well, one thing I like, you know, when people are, are selling routes is you can always, I'll always find room for improvement, you mm. know? So even even sometimes, so I almost brought it right out again, like after that, well, I'll get back to that story mm. in a second. But, you know, sometimes like when I, so what I learned mm. when I was on the candy machines is how to find some of these people who would be willing to sell the routes even mm. without going online. If I go up to a candy machine or I go up to a, a vending machine and it looks like it's distressed, like it, which means it looks dirty, like it doesn't look like it's being maintained well, but it's in a good location, I'm like, okay, I'm going to call this person and see if they want to sell this because it looks like they're not keeping up with it or they don't, they don't want to keep up with it. Maybe something is going on on the back end. You know, they can't manage it anymore, you know, especially if it's in a good location. So with her situation, I felt like, her machines were doing good numbers. It was doing solid because I like I like it for for it to be right there at that five hundred mark, mm-hmm. um, which most of her machines were doing five hundred or more. Um, but some of her products, I felt like if I tweak them, I can increase those subs. Mm, so she didn't know what she was doing. Uh, she she it wasn't bad. It wasn't hard. Her stuff was definitely clean, but I just felt like she didn't. She wasn't tapping into each. Uh, Demographic, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Sure, like she sure. more so just had it one one sheet of products and then just put that everywhere. Whereas mm-hmm. though I tweak mine depending on what type of environment that is. Gotcha. So it seems like a good purchase price for a route is based on a year's worth of sales. Maybe Do you want to yeah you want to look at the year's worth of sales and then look at the value of the machines. Right. So I'm saying like if a route is doing thirty thousand. Paying twenty five, thirty thousand for the route is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. It's not bad. Definitely, yeah. So twenty five wasn't bad, but you know, oh, I, which I'm, means my I man went. sold his joint for a million, 
his route was probably doing a million dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. It was I know I know he did less than the other guy, which I said did the two. Um, his his company was smaller than his, so but I know it wasn't like that far off. He was definitely over over a million. Yeah, he's definitely going over a million. Okay, but, yeah, there's there's nothing on Craigslist. Where where you search? You search Georgia I, or something? Yeah, I, I Atlanta. searched Atlanta. Atlanta, okay. I'm surprised. Atlanta, y'all, y'all be hot over here with the Really? Change. Yeah. That's, maybe that's why nobody's selling any routes. Maybe, maybe. Where else can I go to see some routes? Because I want to see some prices of routes. To listen to or watch this full episode, be sure to check out the Social Proof Podcast on your favorite listening platform or on YouTube. Finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction, when we connect connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the support is um, The support is appreciated. What if I told you for $1, I will introduce you to hundreds of entrepreneurs every single morning this week? From all across the country, you'll be able to talk to hundreds of entrepreneurs and I'll coach you. I'll coach you for a dollar this whole week and I'll introduce you to some of my successful friends for a dollar this week. Would you Would you take part in that? Well, go to themorningmeetup.com because that's exactly what we're doing here, okay? The only organization that gathers entrepreneurs every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurship, okay? Every single day, Monday through Friday, we gather, we're growing, we're learning. We got a book club. Have you ever seen hundreds of entrepreneurs reading the same book? Every single chapter, every single day, we're growing together, okay? You need the environment to grow in. TheMorningMeetup.com, a dollar. I'm going to give you all this for a dollar. If you want to stay, great. It's $79 a month after that. If not, no obligation. You can leave whenever you want, all right? TheMorningMeetup.com. I'll see you in the morning. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.